Hello, this is Courtney Given with Mindset for Medical Moms, episode 28, Myths in Marriage. Welcome to Mindset for Medical Moms. I'm your host, Courtney Given, fellow medical mom and life coach. I'm here to help you handle everything from doctor's appointments to surgery so you can feel confidence and peace as you navigate the ups and downs of medical motherhood. This podcast will share strategies and real-life tools to strengthen your mindset and increase your emotional resilience. I'm so glad you're here. Let's go. Hello, wonderful medical moms. Today's episode is all about your romantic relationship in my consults with my clients. um, I go over six different areas of their life, including areas that they also want to talk about. But I have found that the way we do one thing is generally the way we do everything. And we have patterns. We are creatures of habit. We have patterns that go into all different areas of our life, our time management, our family relationships, how we feel about ourselves, our careers, and our romantic relationship. I always ask separately for those interested in coaching with me to rate their romantic relationship based off of how they feel it's going. Because as medical moms, our romantic relationship is so important to have as like a support system for our own um, mental health and mindset. And it can impact us when we are going through challenging times. And it's really important to have an understanding about what we are thinking about our partner. So in this episode, I will refer to your partner as your partner, your wife, your husband, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, whatever label you give your romantic relationship, I'm just going to keep referring to it as partner. Um, For this episode, just know that it includes any variation of that. And I also want to note that this episode is for healthy, functioning relationships. This is not for abusive relationships. If you are in a relationship that is abusive on any level, you should get help from a trusted family or friend see a therapist, find help, because that is not okay. That is incredibly unacceptable. All right. I have my ninth wedding anniversary coming up, and that is what inspired me to write this episode. I wanted to share my thoughts on marriage in honor of that, but also because marriage and partnerships are challenging, especially when you're going through it with a child who has a diagnosis. I believe that when you are strengthening your relationships with your partner, it's going to help you during these times of stress. And as you navigate together the unknowns of medical parenthood, there are a lot of misunderstandings around marriage and partnerships. I personally fell for a lot of them. So today's episode is going to be about using the truth about marriage, right? I'm going to share the myths and then I'm going to demystify those, debunk them and use the truth about marriage to strengthen your relationship and help you feel more confident navigating your relationship. First, I'm going to talk about myths and next week I'm going to talk about being in love. 
okay? This episode is all about the perpetuation of myths in society that we kind of latch onto and it makes us think about marriage, think about our romantic relationship way differently and sometimes even harmfully in our own lives. Okay, the first myth that is perpetuated in every single romantic comedy, every romance novel and TV show is that your spouse's main job is to make you happy. Anyone else believe this? I remember thinking, no, my life was supposed to be like Twilight and I was supposed to be the center of all of your affection. (laughs) All of your happiness was supposed to be me and then you're supposed to make me happy. (laughs) But this is a lie and it's a pretty harmful lie because it perpetuates the idea that happiness comes from things outside of yourself. Happiness is an emotion, just like any other emotion. It comes from your thoughts. And it's really easy for your spouse to make you happy when you're dating. Think about how easy it was to notice the little things about them you would give them easily the benefit of the doubt. And then somewhere along the line, we get married or several years go by and you realize, hey, I'm not as happy as I used to be. And it's your fault, husband. So hurry up and make me happy again. Right? The truth is your spouse is not supposed to make you happy. Okay? Because that's not how it works in our brains. Oftentimes, even when our spouse does the quote-unquote right things, it's still not good enough. You might think they didn't say it in the right way, or it doesn't mean as much that you asked for flowers and that he brought them to you, and um, or it's annoying to you that you have to tell them to do something for you because you think they should just know. Instead of thinking about your partner, what your partner can do for you to make you happy, I want you to think about how you can make yourself happy, okay? How can you take responsibility for your own happiness? How can you cultivate happiness in your own life? This leads me to the next myth, which is the needs myth. This myth is the idea that two people come into a relationship and they tell each other what they need, and then each party is responsible for filling each other's needs. And if you don't fill each other's needs, then you're not holding up your end of the bargain. This is very appealing. It sounds very matter of fact. It sounds like, like a good system to use. Hey, I need X, Y, and Z. You need A, B, and C. Let's trade. But the truth is, you are not responsible for your partner's needs. And I know I might get some backlash for this because this is going against the grain, against what we've been taught, against what we are often told. And I believe this because when you enter into a relationship, it does not absolve you from your responsibility to manage your own needs. You are not responsible for your partner's needs and they are not responsible for yours. As a single person, 
you would be responsible for managing your own happiness, right? You wouldn't just blame random people for your unhappiness. Hey, guy off the street, you're the reason why I'm unhappy. You are responsible for your own words of affirmation, figuring out and making sure you're fulfilling your own love languages, your own hunger. Anyone else get really hangry and then want their husband to be responsible for that? (laughs) Or is that just me? You are responsible for your own sexual desire and anything else that can be part of your um, needs list that you think your husband or your wife is responsible for. So why, when we enter relationships, do we suddenly forget about owning that part of our own lives, managing our own happiness, our own needs? I like to think of your needs and your partner's needs as a matching game. When you're in a relationship, it's a really great thing to be supportive and compassionate and do things for your partner. When there is a need that you have that is easy for your partner to fulfill, let them fill it. But there will also be several needs that your partner either won't or can't fulfill. And that's okay. You shouldn't expect a single person to fulfill all your needs. It's unhealthy and it's impossible. So instead, find the ways that you and your partner match up well in a relationship. The needs that are easy to do that you're like, of course, I'm willing to do that. This is not a big deal at all. The ones that are just kind of neutral. Yeah, I don't feel either way about this. So this is something I can do for my partner. And you also want to be aware of the needs that you don't want to do that you are either unwilling or uninterested in doing because those matter just as much. When you can be honest about your own needs and your own boundaries and your boundaries around your partner's needs, you will feel more empowered and more authentic in your relationship because if you are coming from a place of obligation, you are going to be serving your partner from a place of resentment. You are not going to like doing things against your will. Human beings do not like that. When you are authentically yourself and doing things out of the goodness of your own heart, that's where connection is created. So what is easy for you to do for your partner? What's, what are the things you enjoy doing for your partner? Those are the questions you get to ask yourself to come up with creative solutions to fulfilling his needs and yours. Okay, and lastly, there is a myth about perfection, that our partners should be perfect, or at least damn near perfect, all of the time. We tend to give ourselves the benefit of the doubt because we understand ourselves, we understand our feelings, our grumpy moods, and our partner is has a higher standard. Hey, you, wifey, you need to be perfect. You don't get grumpy days. I'm the grumpy one. The truth is your partner is going to disappoint you. There's no way around that. Because this should be built into your expectations as a partner in a relationship, a committed one. 
Your partner will get it wrong. Your partner will not ever say things perfectly, do things perfectly. It's not like the movies where they can say these beautifully scripted words. It's not like social media where people can plan extravagant things for video likes and views and YouTube shares. You don't need perfection to have a great marriage. You really, truly don't. The best way to get what you want for your birthday, your anniversary, or even date nights is to ask for it and create it. Help be an active participant in your marriage and don't make it a guessing game. Don't believe the myth, the next myth, that your partner should read your mind. Your partner should not know what they don't know. They should just know, dot, 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 sets you up for failure and for feeling miserable. You will, your expectations will fail when you believe they should just know. And if there are serious issues in your relationship that you want to work on, serious communication breakdowns, needs not being met, you have to figure out what is working and what is not working. Getting what you want for your birthday because they should just know. What if they shouldn't know? What if they really don't know? And what's most important to think about these little moments about reading your partner's mind, explaining things to your partner doesn't have to make any any of it mean less. I tell Jeff... I did not used to, but now I tell Jeff exactly what I want to do. And I don't wait for him to plan dates, getting a babysitter, making plans. And it, and I used to think if I had to tell him or if he didn't do it on his own, or if he didn't come up with these extravagant things, I, it was less than something he would do without me telling him. It meant that he cared a little bit less. It meant that it was a little bit, um, you know, inauthentic. And I've learned now that it doesn't have to mean anything negative about your relationship at all. In fact, it has been really fun and playful to decide I'm going to take charge for my part of the relationship. I'm going to be responsible for me, do what I want to do in the relationship, make clear what I don't like doing, and go from there. And it's such an interesting thing because what happened is my I don't want to do this list got smaller and smaller. The more I realized I didn't have to do anything I didn't want to do. I believe our partners are there to love unconditionally. And this does not equal allowing mistreatment, but unconditionally loving your partner is about getting rid of all the things we think our relationship should look like and embracing the unique, imperfect individual we have committed to. All right, ladies, thank you for your time. Thank you for listening to me. 
And if you have questions on this episode, I would love to hear them and answer with answer any of them that you have um, over on Instagram. Send me a DM and I'd love to chat with you. All right. I will see you next week. Bye-bye. Hey friend, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Medical motherhood doesn't come with a manual, but I've created the next best thing. My one-on-one coaching program offers all the support and strategies you need to handle all the things that come up for us medical moms. Click the link in the show notes to schedule your free consultation to see how coaching can help you take everything from the podcast to the next level. You'll get free coaching and I'll take great care of you. I'll see you there.